try Jesus, not me. Cause I throw hands. Try Jesus, please don't try me. Because I fight. Touch me or mine We gon' have to scrap So Try Jesus Please don't try me Because I fight Welcome to Washington's most controversial The most raw, unfiltered, uncut podcast Hosted by Seattle-based Commander-in-Chief of Laughter, General Mutombo. Love from Washington State, USA. Welcome to General Mutombo Uncut Podcast. And today, as we keep it uncut, I have a special guest for you on the show. I have a comedian, a friend of mine, all the way from ATL. And his name is Two Piece and a Biscuit. And he's joining me today on this podcast. And I want you all to give a warm round of applause for my brother, a mentor, a friend, a father, a lover. Hey, have I covered everything, my brother? Have I covered everything? Tell me, have I covered everything? The harmonica, the harmonica molester, the player of most instruments, the army vet. Talk to me. Did I put all of them in there? Did I put all of them over there, brother? Vibes and vibes and vibes. Tell me, people, man, who am I talking to and who is Two Piece in a Biscuit? Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Nate X, a.k.a. Two Piece in a Biscuit. A little piece of chicken Yes. A lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Tell us. Okay. Two Piece in a Biscuit is a fun diverse comedian and stuff like that. So I use my being a comedian to kind of kind of embrace the pain I've been through or whatever I'm going through, man. Mm, so, mm, you know? mm, mm, mm. So yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You can articulate what the hell I'm going through. So I just try to make what the hell I'm going through fun. Two piece and a biscuit. Two pieces and a biscuit. Why'd you get the name Two Piece and a Biscuit from? With all the culture shit going on, yes. I like to make my comedy a little bit for it. Okay. People, you know what I'm saying? For my African American. Yes. It's similar stuff to everybody. So the thing I can make kind of something I know we can all relate to is yes. Two Piece and the Biscuit. Everybody love to a side a Two Piece and the Biscuit, side yes. 100 Biscuit. Yes. You know what I'm saying? With the French fries, whatever. I got sides. The Cajun rice, coleslaw. Vibes. Hey, 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 yeah. hey, hey, hey. Fry them okra on the side for me. I'm Fry the okra on the side, okay? Yeah. You already know. So, so when I say two pieces of biscuit, man, I really mean it, I, the subliminal thing is the chicken, but I mean two piece. When I say two piece. Two piece. Yes. Yeah, okay. Man, two piece, love and happiness. Try to bring, try to induce a little bit more peace and love in this culture and everything. So we can stand together and stuff like that. Vibes. Yeah, you yeah. we need we need that more than ever within our community. But I'm gonna get to that. Yeah. I don't wanna rush, I don't wanna rush this interview. I'm gonna take it bit by bit, I'm gonna unfold it bit by bit. So yeah. who's behind two piece and a biscuit? Ladies and gentlemen, comedian Nate Hicks. 
That's his name. He's from ATL. Now, yeah. a lot of people have not been to ATL. Actually, be honest with yourself. I live in America for almost what, 12 years. And the first time I went to, yeah, the first time I went to ATL was four years ago. And I've been going every other year because I love that place. I go to I go to Birmingham, Alabama. I drive two okay. hours to ATL. I kill LTL. I go from uh, Buckhead. Okay. And, I, and I, when I kill it for the night, I drive another two hours. I go to Destin, Florida, because it's right there, right? Two two hours, right there. Yeah, I right get it there. I, I go to Pensacola. But one thing I love about Atlanta people, I don't know, most, some of Atlanta people came from Alabama. Some came yeah. from Florida. But there's a good mix of, I call Atlanta the mecca of black people. Mm-hmm. Take mm-hmm. us, take us on a tour, because I'm talking as an African. You're the native. Take us, give us a little picture of how growing up in Atlanta was. Okay, so let me see. I've been born in Valdosta, Georgia, around six or seven. I moved right. to Atlanta, Georgia. My dad was okay. in the military. Okay. Uh, to my dad, Nathaniel Hicks Sr. Yeah. He was stationed out there at Fort McPherson. That's, that's in Atlanta. Vibes. Got there when I was seven, stayed out there until I graduated high school, joined the military. Okay. And growing up in Atlanta, the thing about Atlanta, I want to say that uh, I like the similarity to it, you know. I know you've seen Black Panther. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And, and the thing with Black Panther. My family is Black. Half my family is Black. I gotta be around him. Yeah. He was on the roof already. Yes. So you know what I'm talking about. That's what I'm going there for history. Yes. Yes. It felt good. It felt good. In Atlanta, coming from you know what we've been through in the South, you already know that adversity we've been through. But the thing about Atlanta is, it's almost like our Wakanda could. It's black people owning stuff. No, no everything. I saw, I saw black people owning apartments, fam. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. Like the Walmart apartments right by here. You see where CNN yeah. is? You see where CNN is? Yeah, yeah, I know what CNN is. Right by CNN, I go down like three blocks. I meet this, yeah. I meet, this, I meet this guy. He, he put us on a, he had an auction of the theater, and he said, "Oh, that building back there is one by a black guy." I'm like, "Wait a minute, wait, 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 that yeah. building by a black guy?" I'm like, "Yeah, Atlanta is black." I'm like, "Whoa, okay." He said, "Atlanta is black from anywhere you go here. Most of this businesses you're seeing here is by black people. How did that feel to be around that energy growing up?" Bro, it's 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 inspiring. It's influential. You know, so, so it, you know, I think I think within our culture, man, it's just uh, presenting the opportunities. It's, it's, all we need to see, I think, our culture we're so adapted. We see something we like, we adapt to it, and we, we run. Yes. So just saying, just saying, just saying that, hey, going to a bank that yeah, owner or. This my mom was a respiratory therapist. Yes. Shout out to mama. Shout out to mama. Shout out to mama. The Lord represent you. Shout out to my mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Clinton County. Yes. So uh, she was a, she was a, a, a respiratory therapist. I, I remember when she went to college. Advice. Okay. Work and stuff. So they gave me the influence that so I could do it myself. Mm, okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. So Thank so it's just, it's, it's just the opportunity and. You know, like, you know, a lot of guys, uh, Atlanta's very influenced by, you know, yeah, yeah. rap music, hip-hop. Rap music, hip-hop, you know, fashion, music. movies. Yeah, yes. Yeah, we with it, you know what I'm saying? So, yes. it's just good to see within the call. Hey, man, let me tell you something about ATL. Let me tell, tell you me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. I want to know. Our mayor, okay. our mayor in Atlanta is, our mayor in Atlanta is black. And guess what her name is? Keisha. Okay. That's, that's, that's how good it is. Whoa! <laughs> you're in the black, you're in the blackity, you're in the blackity, blackity, black town, blackity, black, 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 black on black, yeah. black on black. 
Yes. And, and, and also when I say when I say black town too, it's not. It also has it has white people out here too. Good no, no, of course, of course. When, when we when we mean it, we mean it. We, we look at we're referencing culture. Culture, yeah. Yes. Yeah, you know, the culture's out there, but it's just a good opportunity yes. to see that. Yes, we can. I, I, you can be more than a rapper. I don't want to. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something, my brother. Um, oh, it's the first part on this interview. I want to make sure we correct anything we say in this energy. When we say anything black on this show, it's like Indians saying, I'm in India. You don't ever hear Indians say, I'm in India, but there are few white people here. No, it's yeah. India, fam. It's India for yeah. Indians. So when we talk about Alana, we shouldn't apologize for it being Alana the way it is. Yeah. Just say it's, it's, it's a black, yeah, it's a culture. There's, there are other people there, but what we're celebrating most about the town is this. Yes, and, and, and like I said, and that's the main focus. It's just good to see. It's good to see a color doing good, other than with the stereotypical stigma that we fall into as African Americans. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So you got two choices. You can be the dope boy or the bank teller. And, and I want to ask you something. I want to ask you something, Nate. How was this? How was living? How was life like? And I know your mom was a respiratory therapist. I know you had friends and you were going through high school. You had different dreams. I know your dreams were different when you were younger than being this guy who molested the harmonica and the, and the guitar. So I want to ask you, what was your dream? What was young Nate right there, 19 years old or 15 years old? What did he want to do? What is what, what is he looking? So back when I was growing up, I graduated from John Brown High School in 2002, yes. right? Clay okay. County. And then, so uh, I had I had, I had some good parents, man. You know, my little high school years were rough. You know, just coming for teenagers out there, thank God I know everything. Yes. You know, I, I grew up in here, little John, Trappy. Hey, I remember little John. I remember little John. Yeah. Two chains with Tim Boy, you know what I'm saying? And all that, past tour and all that. So anyway, I, uh, I later, I later after I graduated high school, I joined the military because, like I said, my dad was in the military. He yes. retired. Yes. So, I had to, not that I wanted to come in the military, but I just had a, I had an influence to see I could. You know? Okay. And then I went to join the military in 2002. Yeah. Here I am, still in. So I got two more years before I retired. So looking forward to it. I want to ask you something. I want to. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I want to ask you something. Which high school did you go to? Uh, John Burrow High School. What was your favorite thing to do? What's your favorite memory about that, uh, of St. Joe's High School? If you ask anybody about me, man, I wasn't no sports player. That, I was none of that. I, I was too good. I was okay. too good back then. Everybody else hit puberty before yes. I did. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I was a little, yes. you know, so I was trying to fit in where I came. Yes. But you know what I'm saying? Big now, you know what I'm saying? Because big things come in small packages. You know what I'm saying? Little things, okay. Wait, I was always the class clown. I was always the fool. <laughs> you are all, you are always the clown. I was always the clown. I was the shortest little out there my home football team. I was the bitch. Okay. I, I'm gonna ask you something. I wanna ask you something, Nate. Um What's the weather like in Atlanta? Because I have visitors, I have guests who listen to me from Dubai. Yeah. I have guests who listen to me from Dubai, from Seychelles. Shout out to everybody in Malaysia. Shout out to everybody in Korea and yeah. all my fans in South Africa. So, what's the weather like in Atlanta and like in summer? Right now, where, where we at? August. Yeah, yes. 
Ain't no reason to see it, the degrees of how hot it is. It's always hot in the motherfucker. The reason why yes. it's okay. humidity. You got this thing called humidity. Yes. And what that uh, is, that weather have you all naked and afraid out there. <laughs> Let me be honest with you. I, we, uh, when I was in Kenya, yeah. at that time when I was, uh, was in high school, my favorite memory of Atlanta was all the oversized t-shirts with prints yeah. on them. Yeah. I wanted some, I wanted some 22s on my Chevy. That's the memory of Atlanta that I had. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. This is the this is the home of the real Air Forces. You know, I'm old school, Nate. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yo, yeah. We we old school. So yeah, I'm not yeah. the, I'm not this new school feeler kids. I'm the I'm the kid who came from the plastic Jordans and the colored the colored Air Forces. Okay, remember the colored Air Forces from uh, that? Uh, yeah, yeah. The the, the part, if if you if we I don't know the numbers because I'm not good with this stuff. But I remember I them because I had one of them. And I remember Atlanta as being the center of fashion culture. It was a, it was like the Manhattan, okay, yeah. of culture yeah. right there. Man, yeah. I, I was, I was yeah, when I grew up in Atlanta, when everything started hitting, like all that past white tea, all the way down to the knee. Vibes. Yeah. Now I wanna, I wanna ask you something though, Nate. Uh, yeah. This is a, there are two different environments here. It's like plucking. You're in Atlanta environment where a lot of people would expect you to have three, four, three, four, five, six mixtapes, or yeah. people would expect you to be like a music mogul or a fashion guy. Yeah. If you're joining the army, you are an army vet. Shout out to all the army vets, by the way. Shout out to anybody in the uniform. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to everybody in boots and helmets. Shout out to everybody protecting this country, motherfucker. Anybody yeah. who's listening to us, y'all, yeah, love y'all, yeah, man, fam. Yeah. We love y'all. And, I, I, and if you know any vet who wants to be on the show, let me know, man. We we don't appreciate we don't appreciate vets enough. And my cousin is a vet. Shout out to Kevin. Is a is, no. uh, is a no any Marine, any Air Forces. We need to give you more shout outs, man. Check yeah. this shit. People don't give you so much love. But yeah. yo, ladies and gentlemen, best to be back. So Nate Jackson, you've been in the Army for 18 years. Yeah. So what? How have you maintained this discipline? How were you recruited? What made you go to the Army? What's your purpose? Because your purpose there, 18 years is consistency. 18 years of work and performance and you still find a balance to be a comedian. How does this work for you, fam? So let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you my little story. So, so Talk to I me. The army, before I get in the army, man, when I was out there trying to bad and I was trying to get Part of growing up. I got a lot of growing up. Part of growing up. Let's go, let's go. Yeah. You don't have to tell us anything. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Got, okay. Got locked up before I, you know, while I was in high school and stuff. And, and my, you know, my mother, she bought the recruiter mm. to the courthouse. We had the no program to join the military. Mm. I was going to drop out of school anyway, because that was, you know, that was part of the thing to do out there, whatever I ain't killed. I had good okay. mom and dad. They bought the army recruiter out there. They yes. gave us incentives of if I joined the military. Yeah. I'll be good. So anyway, I graduated from high school. You know, normally people graduate with all A's. Yeah. I graduated on the straight D on the road. Throw some D's on this bitch. Throw some D's on this bitch. Throw some D's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, I did enough to I made I did enough to pass the attitude. So I did get enough to they put me in the IT field, networking okay. communications, South Okay. okay. So then I, I left 18. Mm -hmm. uh, 
man, I, I, you know, just traveling the world, going to base, train, traveling, it's all kind of boxing, all kind of stuff. And, hey. and it start making me more diverse. Mm, vibes, next. Talk to me. Talk to me. Okay. Because when I go to, I was in Korea. My first two states was Korea. So, yes. and like you said, I, you remember back in the day, just it, it kind of, it kind of like busted my cherry on diversity. When, man, I'm, I'm out in Korea with a different people. Yeah, so many different women. It's so uh, many women, women from here, women from here, women from yeah, South yeah. South. It's just women from Brazil, women. It was, it was all 31 flakes, like Bash and Rock. What is the most, uh, let me ask you something. Let me, uh, let me, let me yeah. see, I'm gonna break these two questions. Let me see, y'all. Yeah. One thing, I gotta give a compliment first before my question. One thing oh, I admire yeah. about you, one, one thing I admire you about you, two pizzas and a biscuit, is yeah. you didn't let a negative situation flip you. So you are in class, you yeah. got locked up for, you know, we all grew up. We did some shit. I did some shit too. Oh, I never got locked up, but I, did still, I still did some shit. I just got lucky. Now, let's just, let's look at this. Uh, you flipped a bad situation to a good situation. You. How has that, how has that played a factor? Not now, like in your whole growing up where situations are negative for you, but you flip it for yourself. You flip it to your advantage. Man, listen, I don't, listen, I don't, for me, my, for all the stuff we've been through, because you got your own journey and story, and everything we've been through, and our past and ancestors and everything. Right. You shape and paving the way. Listen, yes. I don't want to put on myself, because I know it's, I know what the fuck I can do. You know what I'm saying? And you, and, and, you know your potential. You know your potential. You know your potential. Knowing your potential. Holding yourself to a higher standard is what mm. you know what I'm saying. I, I, I can't mm. I, I couldn't settle. I got to the point where I couldn't settle for being a real nigga. I want to be a money. Mm. Okay. No money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so big that that big the thing, the military, they they still they discipline. You know what I'm saying? Um, what is the, what is the most? Uh, let me ask you. I'm gonna take you bit by bit, brother. This is called the yeah. uncut. I'm gonna take you slow so that people know <laughs> who the fuck two piece two piece and a biscuit is, so they understand your elements and what you stand for. Now, yeah. I, when you began the army, before all these massive experiences, yeah. I do know at least there was one challenging thing. There was something that you were like, "Oh my God, fuck, nigga, nigga, nigga." Y'all didn't yeah. say this on the brochure. You didn't say this. Yeah, you didn't yeah. say this shit. So, what is the one thing you wish? you knew at the beginning stages which would have helped you be a better soldier a better server a better father at the beginning of your military career what's something you were like you when you go yeah, yeah. tell me so you're talking about stuff i did in the military or just no no, no let's talk let's talk about stuff that you wish you knew faster that would have helped you move faster in the ranks or move faster oh, in traveling you know uh man i wish but i know now being in the military uh for 18 years now, yeah, yeah. When I first came here, yeah. I wish I, w I, I wish I would knew a little bit more like about life structure. Mm, vibes. And, and the thing about the structure is the thing about the military. They they give you structure. Yes. But it, it took me so long to eventually adapt some structure. We get it. Me. Yes. Yes. It's, it, it's almost like comedy, man. It's almost. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, what's up? Cause we had like three minutes or five minutes. When yeah. You headline, you got thirty minutes. I'm like, I think a week about that shit. Oh man. 
So, uh-huh. so, so with that giving me a standard and stuff like that, it just, I, I just feel like there's, I, 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 there's nothing impossible with me, like. Yes. You know, in the thing of life, we gotta figure it out, man. Man, we've been going, we've been going through hell for years, man. This ain't for years, for years. Okay. Yeah. Now you're in the military. At what point in your life, in the military? Did you have the worst food experience in the shit? Like this nigga, I went to Philippines, I ate some shit and made me shit my butts off. Man, you me. So you got to you got to go out in the field, right? Go okay, to, okay. Train. Right, China. So we're, we're in China right now. Yeah, we, we're training. We're out there training. And okay, train, train, train. We got this, uh-huh. this, this food thing called MREs, right? Okay. We heat them up with water, uh-huh. whatever, and put it in a little pack, whatever. And, and you know, after a while, we know when, when, when a motherfucker get hungry, you eat anything. Anything, fam. Anything. Uh, okay. So you heat it up. The thing okay. is, got a lot of cholesterol. I mean, you know, builds a lot of, uh, you know, builds up in you. So it leaves you in the woods. You have to shit. So you back there shitting in the woods, <laughs> holding on the okay. tree. Now you back on the tree, holding the tree. Oh shit! Oh shit! You know what okay. I'm saying? Stomach hurt. He was in his hot. Why? Why you? Why? 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 Get home. That's bad shit, man. Oh, say, let me ask you something. Yeah. Now, one thing I respect about the the forces and anybody who served is you learned to endure. You learned to be, I know yeah. Corona's put us down. You learned to persevere and find solutions when there are no solutions. Yes. Okay. I, I do understand. So how did you bring this energy into, how did you start comedy from? You're in this environment of shitting everywhere. Oh man, I want to hear this shit. I want to hear this shit. Okay. One, I want to give a shout out to this comedian. I know who he is. His name is Michael Coy. Where you at, Michael? We giving you a shout. He was on House Party Three, and he was on Norbit. He was the pimp okay. with, with <laughs> right? Okay. So check this out. So it, I currently in 2010. I've been in comedy since 2010. In 2010, okay. I was in Iraq, and oh. I, was, I was going through a divorce. Okay, wise man. You know what I'm saying? And I was hurt. Yeah. I, was, I was just hurt. Man. I was hurt. You know how I man? Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Because you know we're, we're representing we're representing a lot of people who are listening to us. What's the most hurting thing when you're serving and you're out of the country and such Bro. news hits you? When you hear bad news and you're in Afghanistan or Korea Bro, or something, how does it hit you? Thing, man, I don't mean to sound bad, but man, I don't mean calling about the name. Man. But the worst thing is being deployed and your wife or your spouse is cheating on you or your oh, you can't, can't really do nothing. The child still alive and get home. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It was yes. it's very, it's very cliche. Yeah. And so, so, and then, so you try to stay alive, get home, the handle whatever the you got to do it. But, but by the time you get home, you're so angry and mad and engaged in war that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, so you, have a, you have a lot of emotions going through. You have a personal person. You have a personal problems. You have problems to fix on the ground because you have to protect the country. But you still have to maintain the discipline of what you are trained for. That's a struggle, fam. How do you balance this, this shit? It's a mental. It's a mental struggle, man. It's a mental battle, still. So, but guess what helped me through that? My comedy. Let's go to comedy. Let's go to comedy. Then you found laughter. You met this pimp nigga. Yeah, this nigga, yeah. Mike. Yeah. Tell me from yeah. there. What happened? So, so with Mike. So Michael, Michael Carter, we had a good thing about when you're deployed. Mm. They, they have uh, every couple months or whatever, every month they have entertainers that come out there. You know, yeah. show their love. Do a, so him and some other comedians came out there and said, hey, you know, 
they saw his you heard he was funny and stuff. So I'm out in Iraq going through the force. I'm like, man, what up, yo, man? I just, I'm just hurt, man. He like, tell me what's wrong. Yeah. I'm telling him just like I told you. I said, yeah, man, why cheating on and shit like that, you know. And, and he was like, okay. He said, okay, man. He said, you want to get up there and talk about it? And, and, and like you said, when you, when you think about comedy, you know, yeah. I grew up on Eddie Murphy, Raw. Yeah, Martin, Martin, yeah, you know, uh, uh, Mr. Fox, Mr. Fox. Uh, I'm telling you, yeah, okay. All that stuff. So that was the structure I see a comedy. I grew up on depth comedy. That was the structure I see in the comedy. He said, hey, "You get up on stage, you open up with other professional comics." I said, "What? I, I, got, I got the video on YouTube, to everything, man. I seen the link. Got to check it out, man." So, yes. Uh, I did this job that bitch so it felt good. I was like, uh, I was like, hey, hey we're out here representing the USA. So everybody was like, USA. USA. You know, yes. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. So I had everybody yelling. As soon as I came up on the stage, I said, hey, guess what? Fuck you. Fuck you. And fuck you. I'm for my country. My country. Fucking my wife. And, and oh, shit. They were like, oh, my God. What's this nigga saying? They start laughing, bro. They start laughing. Wait, 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 wait. Were the, the officers there? Were your superiors there, bro? They're all superiors there. I was hurt. Oh, man. shit. You were not scared. I would have been scared, bro. I was about her. I, I, I okay. talked to somebody, man. You know what I'm saying? You, but the, but, uh, but uh, this, the, 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 the. Where you were, they were supportive enough to understand what you were trying to do, right? They didn't yeah. judge you. Yeah, yeah, it was a good thing. Cause at first, I, uh, Michael Carr, he went up there and gave, he gave a disclaimer first. Like, hey, when you okay. go up there, hey, you came to the comedy show. Yes. Cause I was up there uniform when I did the show. But when I went up there, when they, they started laughing, once I told them that, I said, oh, y'all think that's funny too. So, yeah. And then from there, that was it. I just oh. told them. One, one thing that impacted me about it though is uh, when I got off the stage, there was yes. some other soldiers that came to me and shook my hand because they was like, hey man, you know, you made us feel better because I'm going through the same thing. My wife cheated on me too. Whoa. So you connected with people man. through expressing yourself through that. Yeah. Man, I, I, I'm sure this this feeling was euphoric for me. You're oh, here and, and, and you're, you're starting to write jokes now. So after the show, how was your first show? Because a lot of us, we bombed. Man, our shows, the first shows, we bombed some of us. So okay. how was your first show? So, it's an so audience. Yeah. So my first show, like I said, I, was, I did good. I did good, man. But I was hey. my first time doing the comedy show. So I just went up this bank, you know, telling how I feel to do this, that, you know, uncut and raw. So it went good. It yes. Went good. Okay. And I, now, let me ask you. So you began your comedy. You've done your first comedy in Iraq. Now, did you yeah. did you start studying comedy? What made you continue? What made you pursue? What made you... What made you continue writing from? Okay, so I started... Uh, so I, I just love it. I, I kept watching and stuff. I've been already been watching, but I just kind of. No, we're still in Iraq, fam. We're still in Iraq. We're not in Seattle yet. We're still in Iraq. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. still in Iraq. 2002, yeah. 2011. I'm still yeah. in Iraq. Okay. Spike. Okay. Shout out to the guys that was out in the camp, Spike and Crew. Hey, okay. You know what I'm saying? To create Iraq. So we, so I'm out there. I start. So I'm watching YouTube. Yeah, I'm watching, and I'm, so I'm, I'm I'm watching the comic, but is I'm watching it more as I'm trying to I'm trying to find pieces other than just laughing. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So so storytellers like a uh, Bernie Mac, yeah, entertainer, you know. Uh, uh, 
you know, it, it became different. But okay, you know, I, I got ADHD and everything. Right? Yeah. Okay. And, and I'm so I'm very I try to be as animated. So I, I love comedians like Martin Lawrence. Like he, you got you got some comedian that tell you how they feel, but Martin Lawrence will show you how he feel and make it fun. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel what you're saying, fam. I feel what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So uh, put, go ahead, go ahead. Oh yeah, so I just so I just start writing after that, man. Just trying to learn some writing skills and stuff like that. And after that, and, and the thing that really kind of helped is I do a lot of briefings in the military. Like I got stand. Oh, vice. Okay. So, so when you do your briefings, do you like get us like with a comedy part of you when yeah, you're doing yeah. your little briefings? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get on the phone, get on the phone, like yo, yo, listen, 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 y'all. I'm about to slap y'all with some rotten tomatoes before yes. I pull up. Oh, sorry, I'm joking. Uh, okay, go ahead. Well, no, no, I do. I, and, and I, so, and, and so that is something that. Be- like music. Uh Challenging for me. Mm. Even when I do comedy for the military, oh, I, I always like okay. doing comedy for civilian because civilian, right, I can say I ain't gonna say I can say what I want, but it's more but, like you It's more like you have more room. You have more yes, flexibility. Yes, You're yes, flexible yes. with your expression. Y'all, y'all ain't looking at me as the military. Y'all just looking at me as a person. But you know what? When I do stage, yeah. in front of the soul, you know, for the military, they looking at me as a soldier. Dude. <laughs> He's still a soldier. You gotta watch what you say. Yeah, yeah, a comedian soldier too. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's very hard. I've been 18 years. Like I said, I got two more years before 20. It's yes. hard being a comedian, being a military guy. But that's why I get the jokes from. Vibes, vibes. You got, you got the edge. No, razor, machete. So just talking, so when I do the briefings, it, it, it kind of helped me engage on, when I do my regular comedy, how to engage on different crowds. But, but, but the challenge is to make them laugh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's different. That's different. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I, man, I've been doing that for a while. So I saw, man, yeah. the thing I do in life, I try to implement it in my comedy and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, Ladies and gentlemen, today I have with me online comedian Nate Hicks, aka Two Piss at the Biscuit. And he's current, yeah, he's right now uh, uh, telling us where his foundation, his roots of the roots came from, from comedy. And uh, aside from, he's right now, we are stationed in Afghanistan, about to come back to America. But I want to ask him some because a lot of a lot of listeners can attest to this that uh, a lot we, we hear a lot of bad stuff about Iraq. We hear bad stuff about Afghanistan and Korea. Whenever people go there, they don't tell us good ex- good experiences. Like I know everything was shitty, but come on, you know what I'm saying? There's something that was a uh, that kind of made you smile one day. I know you have been described as a very free-spirited, free-spirited person. So I know there's some shit you fucked with in Iraq. What did you like? There has to be something like Iraq. Maybe the weather, shit, nigga. Water. One thing, one thing, like I said, again, I've been in Iraq and Afghanistan, man. Being out there, when you, it it hurts that we don't have the same thing in the United States, but when you're out there, man, it it ain't about no race, creed, color. Like, we all trying to get back home. So, when you, like I said, I, I feel like it's, it's almost to the point where, when people when people suffer together, they stick together. Do you realize that? You realize yeah, yeah. that? Because I, I I'm feeling yeah. like I'm feeling like there are racist people everywhere. But oh, when you're yeah. in the army, you gotta protect each other. So you put that bullshit. Yeah, man. I mean, you, learn, you learn. Listen, man. You can 
this man, I get, like I said, my guy, I got some friends. They got some friends I went to base train with. People I would never hang with. If I was, you know, stood back in the line or whatever, whatever the case may be. Yeah. That they became good, unique brothers, you know, good friends and stuff. To the point where no matter where I go in the United States, I got some place to stay for a couple of days. Survival, yes. Survival. You know and and so you build that camaraderie with somebody that to the point, man. Like man, it just man, man bro, man, I got man, I got some homeboys from Uganda. That, you know, they they come over there. They on my Facebook page. I talk to them. It, it just feel good. I got people from Italy. What are you talking about? Here in Seattle, if you get if you get stuck in Ballad, call me. I'll be here in Ballad. I'll come get you. Okay, I got you. I got you. Do not <laughs> yeah, do not be in trouble. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you, man. Okay. But meeting all these different people is good. Meeting all these different people is good. Yeah, give me more comedy. Coming from coming from where you come from, brother. Coming from where you come from, what's the importance of this connection? You just mentioned something that was not even in my questions, but I love it. What's the importance and the 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 the, the, the immediate need for that camaraderie in people to build as man, black people, like, as man, friends, like, as black listen, men, bro. yeah, as fathers? Tell me. Listen, let me tell you, man. Tell me, let me tell you, saying you've been saying already, man. You get around people. You listen. Good vibes are contagious. You, you have to. It can take yeah. good vibes and contagious. Listen, man, one thing I, I realized about every new, there's a lot of different cultures out here. We all do different things, but in the music, there's love in the music. Vibes! Yes, yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? There, yes. there's, there's no discrimination in music. You know what I'm saying? I I, I, I can't, I, I have seen race people. I hate black folks, but. Um, I love the music. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the guitar. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I seen, I seen people that say, I, I don't like this, but you know what I'm saying. But it, I, I seen people, hey, I don't like rap music, but they're rapping the Migos. Exactly <laughs> <laughs> the same thing with other races. Hey, I don't like country music and so on. But, 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 there's a lot of buts. Yeah, yes. I'm about to I'm, a, I'm about to uh, take a happy break. I call this the happy break, where I ask you fun I ask you fun questions to shake your bits so that people can know that we are fun people too. So, yo, what are five things if I pull two pieces in a biscuit to a show in Germany, he can't live without? What's five things you can't live without, fam? Well, oh, I got if I, if, if I go to Germany, if we go to Germany, where I got to have? Yeah. Well, what, what, what do you need? I need chicken wine, my guitar, my harmonica. Okay, that's three, fam. You have two more. These are shit you can't go without. Oh, what else? What else? What else? I can't go out. Oh. Yeah, bro, you can be in the middle of the jungle in Wakanda. You need these five shits, dude. You need this. Like I got my charger. Yeah, yeah. Well. Okay, I got, I got your mind. So I need my guitar. Okay. I need, I need some. I need my harmonica. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see what else. I need me a see at least a six piece of a six piece chicken wings and some fries. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I need my watch. Yeah. You know, I need my phone because you got a console. Other than that, I'm good to go. Exactly. Yeah. Why people when I ask this question, some of my guests be bullshitting. I yeah. ask you simple five things. When I was single, I needed lube. 
to make sure I don't get stuck in places. Yeah. I needed condoms because I didn't want to get nobody pregnant. Yeah. I needed morning after just in case I got that bitch pregnant. I want to make sure that I can protect her. I also needed a lawyer just in case the loop, the, 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 the pill don't work. I have a lawyer to help me fix my child support. I need yeah. five things. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go back to it. But what's your favorite curse word? Oh, my goddamn. G O T. God damn. God damn. God damn. God damn. Do you use it a lot? When you write, when you write, I, I love asking this question because it helps people, it helps comedians like me and you write. So we know what what do people like? I know people like who oh, like motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mother soccer. Also, like they find something. So your favorite course would kind of tell us where you want that energy, that punchline to hit. So God damn it. Yeah, when I, when I get on this, hey, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing tonight? Everybody? I, 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 what's up, what? Two piece in the house, goddamn, put your oil in. <laughs> what's your favorite car of all time? Okay, my, man, my favorite car, man, is I got one now, too. Old school. I got a truck, but I got one. Okay. Chevy, Chevy Caprice. I love it. You know Chevy what I mean? Caprice, what color is it? For, for, I got a white one. I like, oh, I like white, white. Man. The, the bubble, the bubble series. Oh, vibes, vibes, vibes. Yeah, okay, yeah. bubble series. All right. Yeah, put some pipes on there, put some rims, uh-huh. and lift it up. That's my favorite color. Oh shit! I'm sure now in this 90 degree weather in, in Washington, if you were here, are you here in Washington? Are you in Washington? Yeah, yeah, I'm here in Washington. Now. You'll be riding through that stuff. People will be watching you on the street lights, don't they? Man, man, folk be looking at me. I'm like, hey, man, <laughs> stay behind me. I'm in the, man, I'm in the goddamn military, man. Hey. All right, that was a that was you're old school like me, so I'm gonna put you on some old you're some old school like me, so I'm gonna put you on some old school stuff. So okay. that was a battle between DMX and Snoop Dogg. Who oh, do you yeah. think, if you listen to this too, was banging? You should, you talking about between uh, Snoop Dogg and DMX? Yeah, like these are two different personalities because you know we have yeah. a lot of personalities within the black culture, and some people fuck with DMX because that's how they come. But some people are lay low. So what kind of people you represent? This is two, two teams here. The between you talking about between Snoop and DMX, man. I, yeah, yeah, the, that battle was kind of man. Cause like you said, it was not balanced, fam. Yeah, yeah I, I understand they both a dog, but they should put they put should put somebody else aggressive. Yeah. On oh, somebody really, somebody on oh, somebody really slow and slow yeah, yeah. and harmless and he he flow at it, but he more chill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they should. They didn't put Snoop Dogg versus Devin the Dude. No, they should have put Jada Kiss. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Max, yeah. the locks. Yeah, yeah. now that no. would be Jada Kiss or Style P versus Demi. That now that would be. Oh, fuck oh, it. Bring Buster. Bring, bring, bring Buster Rhymes. Bring Buster Rhymes. Fuck it. Bring oh, him a whole school. Let him bring the fifth world squad. You ain't, yeah, you ain't never Buster Rhymes versus D. That would have been perfect right there. No, oh, let him bring the all Buster Rhymes from Flip Mode Squad. Uh, let, uh, let's go. You got more energy. Uh, let's go. That's the vibe. That's the, that's the energy I want to see. Shit. That's my man. Put 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 Fabulous next to Diddy. Don't put Fabulous next to Jada. Disrespectful, yeah, fam. They don't disrespect no damn sense. What are you gonna do next? You're gonna put a Wu Tang Clan member next to Justin Bieber? What you gonna do they'll next? Put, they'll put Wu Tang versus the Backstreet. God damn, they're gonna put they're gonna put Missy Elliott versus Rihanna. No, yeah. bullshit. Yeah, now let me ask you something. Let me let me ask you something. So. Yeah. Oh, you're writing comedy. You're living in Iraq. Let's take you back. We're coming back to America. So, how did your comedy lounge when you came back to the states? From? You, you said what? Say it again. 
How did your comedy launch when you came back to the country? When you came back to America? So after I did it in Iraq, after yeah. I did it in Iraq, when I came back, so I was all hyped up. I'm ready. I stopped going open mics and stuff. Yeah. Uh, one of my boxing teammates, his brother, was doing comedy too. So he kind of put me on my first comedy gig in the United States. So I did it. And like I said, three minutes at the time. So I was. I'm good at, at freestyling some stuff, acting the fool stuff. Yeah. So that was my first time doing it in uh, Colorado Springs. Yeah, Colorado Springs, Colorado, my first time okay. doing it. Man, so this is your first time. Which club was this again? What club was this? Uh, it was in Colorado Springs. It was like a, it's called Darcy. Was Darcy it, was okay, so what kind of crowd did you meet? No, these are civilians, your first civilians, right? Yeah, my first visit. So I mean, there was some drops and uh, people at ball and rag, you know, old raglan, old ball. Yeah, okay. it was it was Just some drops getting up there talking, some crackheads getting up there. Okay, anything to get some change to get that next hit. So I said, let me get up there. Uh, so I that was my first uh, my my first time in the United States doing familiarization uh, in the United States. Mike. Oh, fine. So you moved from Colorado. So you lived in Colorado. You're stationed in Colorado for a long time, right? Yeah, I was stationed out there. Yeah. All right. So wh where did you move it to? Where's your next show? Tell us how did you great. How did you start progressing okay, so now? So they hit. So doing. Let me, now, let me tell you what. I, I, I got my whole. I kind of mixed my goals. So yeah. Colorado. I was stationed in Colorado. I, I got selected to be a United States Army recruiter in New Orleans. New Orleans, yeah, okay. So, so they sent my black ass down there, so I get on down there. <laughs> okay. And brother, man, that culture down there, that's how I learned how to play music. That's why I embraced it, that, man. That's that's why I love it, man. So uh, I get down there, start recruiting. Uh -huh. uh, I was boxing at the time. I was a professional boxer. I had my first fight. Well, I had my fight out there uh -huh. at the Hills Casino. And, uh, and then from there, I started doing my comedy out there. Uh -huh. then, so the comedy was so different. It was I, I seen different styles, more. Like, what was it? What was it different more than what you were doing while you were in Iraq or in Colorado? What was more different, little bit about uh, New Orleans type of comedy? It, it was it was more soulful. It, it, it was just, it was more like they were just uh, almost like we're just talking right now. Yeah, like it's not a they're not writing punchlines and stories yeah, yeah, and no, like, it was just a vibe. Yeah, yeah, it was like you know they coming to the stage with Tumbo. Hey. Yeah, it's hot in the motherfucker up here. Like, you know. Hey, it's just funny. People are just laughing, yeah. vibing with the people. Yeah, and, you, and then you start talking. And then I start learning people will be like, kind of inter, interreacting with the crowds and stuff. Correct. And then, and so as, so I, you know, just kind of learned from them. I was everywhere. I was just open mics everywhere, man. I just loved it, man. My girlfriend, whoever I was with at the time, maybe married, I was, I was doing comedy shows. You know what I'm saying? Especially New Orleans, I was getting drunk too. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I was in New Orleans though. So I pitched there. I had a show at uh, the French Quarter yeah. like a year and a half ago. It was yeah. flop. Man, those people don't sleep. We were drinking all day and all night. I'm like, fam, I can't do this. I can't, yeah. I can't do this. What's your favorite thing to eat in New Orleans? I love crab man. fish. Man, seafood, man. Ooh, hey, that's good. I love it. Put my core no, right there. Put my core right to my lobster right there. Sure, sure. I, I love it, man. And, and that's the thing, New Orleans. So growing up, I ate, ate seafood growing up. But you eat seafood is like a special occasion. Yeah. 
Oh, you like you taking somebody on a date or something? It's, 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 it's every day. It's every time. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Shit, yeah. A full yeah. seafood meal in New Orleans is like buying a burger in downtown Man. Seattle. Man, I don't, even not, think they, listen, I don't even think they mess with beef or chicken out there. It's, it's all seafood. Bruv, bruv, bruv. I was with my in-laws, right? They're Muslim, so they can't eat pork. Yeah. We looked for a rib shack. We looked for a rib shack. We went to French Quarter. Went went to the Bourbon Street. Yeah. Went to we went three blocks after Bourbon Street. We couldn't find a, a steak place. We ate at IHOP farm. Do you know how bad it is to eat at IHOP when you're out of town farm? Yeah, man. But seafood That's there crazy. was massive. Seafood there was massive. And one I thing I liked it. about the uh, one thing I like about the New Orleans culture, it's very diverse within itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, 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 that South, like you know, coming from Georgia, so I got family from Mississippi, or Georgia, yeah. or South yeah. Carolina. Yeah, that, that was my first time being in Louisiana, New Orleans. Yeah, and it's a you know they got the, the Creole, the French, you know they got all that. What's the difference? What, what's Creole? So people can pick so, it up. So people don't know what Southern lingo is. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're more. So you know, in the South, in, in on my side, on the Georgia. In the Alabama, Mississippi, yeah. we more like they country out there, but we more country, y'all. Yeah. But out there, they more they call it Cajun. They more is their way of country. But is, that, more, is it? They have a they, do they have a little mix of anything else in there. They they have like Haitian, all like Haitian, and Haitian. Hey, Haiti people, Barbados. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like in this, in this. Uh, but almost, I want to say almost like a, a southern live off the island type. I, I ain't gonna yeah. say yeah. like I've been on the island. I, yeah, I have ancestors of the island type, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost, yeah. It's almost that in island five seafood. Well, yeah, bread, yeah, yeah. Blue, yeah. Party, yeah. party, 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 party. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even though it's hot as hell outside, but when you out there getting drunk with your shirt off, sweating like eat, but you eat shrimp, crab legs, listen to good music like it's oh I love man. Let me ask you something. Let me ask something. What's the favorite kind of because I, I, I loved I, I went there to do a show and I had a DJ and we played a lot of house music, which is a lot of European stuff. But there's a sound I picked up in New Orleans. It was oh, blues. Yes. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. a blues. Yo. What's the history with the South and the blues? I started doing my little research. Like, man, man, what's up? Talk, man, you know you're talking too much. It's too much. Tell me, put me on, put me on, put me on. Give me history, man, Give me history. Give me history. Blues, the blues ain't nothing but a good man going through bad things. Blues. Tell me about that music, fam. Okay. So, so what? How the blues impacted me. So I was in New Orleans doing comedy. Yeah. Like I told you yeah. before, I, I do comedy jokes off shit I was going through. Vibes. My dad was later, well, he been diagnosed with it. We had it. He, oh, he power to the king. Voice. Power to the him. Power to him. Yeah, 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 good, man. Good rest power stuff. I appreciate him. Uh, so I couldn't make no joke about him dying or nothing like that. So I was yeah, you can't you can't talk about that. Yeah, the thing in, in New Orleans when you do comedy, you know how they normally when you come to the stage and everything, they play some yes. music. Come to the stage, you got the music, whatever. But in New Orleans, it's coming to the stage. Like like the bad the brass band is behind. Like you like damn, y'all like a band. 
Yes. And that's what made me fall in love with the music. And uh, so when my dad died, I, I, I was hurt, man. So I was walking down the street, getting drunk, and I heard some BB King. That was a hurt, yeah. You needed something different, some, some different energy. And it, it was it was different from, you know, what we normally, uh, you know, we don't know how to express our anger, so it's either fight, Fight, but, drunk, drunk, sex, strip clubs, yeah. But but the blues, especially, it was all being the military because I still had to make, still do my mission and try to maintain this, this mental mind state at the same time. But the blues, it was to the point where it was a it was a group of men embracing me like, come on, nigga, it's cool to cry, man. But we gonna show you a different way to cry. Vibes, 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 okay. Because, you know, when you hurt, man, that... That blues calms you down. It's like therapy, fam. Yeah, man. And while I was hurting, no no trap music or nothing like that I can relate to because, you know, like... They're, they're not speaking to you. They're, they're, they're the song, yeah, okay. Who cares about a big booty bitch? My dad just died, man. <laughs> give me something. Give me <laughs> something of fucking substance. Yes, okay. With, with, with the blues... You know what I'm saying, BB King. The thrill is gone. Go. Oh. The thrill is gone away from me. Mm. Man, that feels so. <laughs> it touches you. It's like you feel like Jesus yeah, is in you dancing. It, 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 it just feels uplifting. It's like, damn, so I'm hurt. Like, I'm hurt. But you know, as a man. But I feel good. Yeah, this is different. This is healing. Yeah. We never found a way to articulate our anger through crying. No, come on. Music. But, but, I, but he said he did. So I had to, that's how I started the mock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I started playing the mock. And then this, I just started, so the music I listened to, I started studying, studying. And listen, the thing about the blues, man, the blues is the beginning. Mm, it's the story, the, the foundation of the story, chapter one. Man, I, that's why I hate about this racism stuff. Don't act like we ain't contributed, motherfucker. We, the blues, have been used yeah. all through the 1960s, 50s, 1800s Man. to make. I, I, I was in a, I was in a Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, yeah. I was, I was doing, a, I was in a, a African American history tour, uh, and I went to uh, where the bur- the church that burnt in Birmingham, Alabama, where they, yeah. they had the massacre of the children. Then yeah. I went to uh, African American Museum in Atlanta, yeah. and and I, I every wall. Every story, every narration expresses what music did to the people to keep them alive. Whether it was on the slave ship, yeah. whether it was on the, on the cotton fields. We actually saw fucking cotton fields between Alabama and I was mad. I wanted to burn the whole shit. I'm like, this should be a curse. But and, Never and we this all shit again. Did. We started with the lowest thing to keep us going was the blues. We started with the, the blues. blues. Yeah. The Negro Hills. We the water. Yeah. We, uh, we did all that. You think know, about it. Funerals, do. funerals. At the, at the, at the. Every time they they killed one of the uh, a, a face yeah. of a people. Think about yeah. it. Music kept people going from here to Egypt, anywhere. And, that, and that's what really upsets me about all this turmoil and this racism going on. Listen, people. I tell folks to each his own. The thing is, listen. Don't act like our culture and African Americans didn't contribute to the United States or the American history. Yeah, right. You ain't got to like it, but you're going to respect it, though. Vibe. You don't have to... You know what? Actually, what you just said, from that was big, brother. That, yeah. was, that was... I tell people all the time, I don't need new friends. 
Yeah. I need new respect though. New respect is good, yeah. right? Respect me. Oh, I don't yeah. need to be laughing with you. Like just respect me, right? I yeah. respect you, respect me, right? We don't have to say hi to each other. Yeah, just man. Respect me, right? Yeah. yeah just do me the way I'll do you. That's all. Because yeah. the thing about it, like I said, being overseas and fighting for your country was like, yeah. like, man, ain't got man. If I need you to cover my fire, I don't care what skin color he is. If I need some more protecting ammo, everybody. If I need some more ammo and I got no more, and if you was white brown or whatever yeah. the color you is, yeah, and you had some extra ammo, whoa, get me up. Fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I ain't gonna say, hey, Mister White Man, I would actually. I'll protect a. you as one. You'll protect that person as one of your own. Yeah, I would ask you for your bullets, but since you're white, I don't want him. Let me go ask the black guy. And, and, and uh, why? 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 And you're protecting the same country, man. I got a joke for you, real quick, man. Talk to me. Let's go. Bluff me, man. man. So tired today. I'm so tired of racing stuff. Listen, it was it was three boys in high school. It was a white boy, okay, an Asian boy, and a black boy. All right. And it was ninth grade talking about trying to get how many girls they was going to get and stuff like that. Ninth grade trying to figure out who's going to get all the girls, who going to lose their virginity first. And okay. Okay. So the white boy and the, 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 the little little age dude looking at each other. Well, I know the black guy's going to get it in the ninth grade. And they were like, why? His dick bigger because he's 18. <laughs> we all trying to keep the eyes on the prize, man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But man, yeah, that was a little joke, man. Vice, vice, vice. I'm going to ask you something. I'm going to ask you something. I'm going to ask you something, All right. You play instrument. I'm gonna I'm gonna come to this racism part. I'm gonna okay. have a segment for it. Yeah. So, uh, you play instruments. You, I have stumbled on the blues. Now, blues yeah. is your new bitch. Oh, yeah. Now, now, how do you, how do you start playing instruments to complement the blues to use it in your comedy? Because you man, you're the you're okay. a three piece, you're a trifecta of comedy. You hey. come hit people with the backstroke, ba ba uppercut, ba ba, yeah. multi punch, double hit. How do you do it? So listen, man. So listen, I'm 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 gonna tell you the truth, man. I'm gonna put it out there, man. Listen, I, I told you before I have ADHD. Okay. Once I start getting from three minutes, I can stay focused for three minutes, but once I get about five or ten minutes, You're you know how you on stage, you start you may yes. start rambling. Thirty minutes is long. Oh, you may forget, you know how you may forget the subject or whatever the hell you may be. Yes. I, I so I picked up when I learn how to play the markers, I have a problem with because sometimes I kept messing up. So that's why I say you gotta critique yourself, man. You you gotta check your you gotta help yourself be better. And check this out. There's, there's two differences. Yeah. There's two different yeah. things between criticizing yourself and critiquing yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. When, when you criticize yourself, you know I fucked up. I fucked up. Messed up. No, no. It kills fuck. your spirit. It kills your spirit. It kills your spirit. But we you, you critique yourself. Hey, I did good, man. But I need to I I do do stop saying, "Yeah, man, what's up, man? Yeah, man, let me tell you, yeah, man." Mm, okay. So, so as the time got longer, when I when I realized I'm gonna forget something, I I, I can at least remember a joke. I do a joke. And while, yeah. laughing, while everybody laughing, I play the mock because I'm trying to think of what the next joke is. But you yeah. all, just like you said, you play. What your style is, what your style is, you're not talking to them like an audience. You're like, we are hanging out. Yeah. And when you're hanging out like me and you were hanging out. I want my comedy to feel like we've been in the backyard doing the fish fry. We just back there shooting the shit, playing dominoes, shoot, whatever the case may be. 
drinking moonshine or whiskey. We don't give a fuck. We're just vibing, fam. Smoking my shit. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Drinking, yeah. chilling. And I'm not just talking about, I ain't, I'm not just talking about my culture, African. I'm talking about everybody. I want to introduce everybody. Can I just talk? Oh, yeah. Can you, you, you want to, you want to, you want to do the, fu- you want to get the camaraderie that you fuck with. Like, yo, let me just kick it with you. Yeah, yeah let me kick it with you, man. And, and the thing about what my comedy with the good service members I serve with, it's not serving with everybody. You know what I'm mm, saying? And yeah. I try to be relatable to everybody, man. I don't, I don't never just want to be, uh, you know what I'm saying, a stagnant, you know what I'm saying, comedian. Like, I'm... I'm yeah, you want to evolve, you want to grow, you want to do something. I want to go everywhere. Yay! Ladies and gentlemen, today on Uncut Again, yeah. I got this comedian all yeah. the way from the South putting up some Southern flavor, dripping it like yeah. sorbet. Yeah. And he he plays the acoustic guitar, the electric guitar. Yeah. No, wait, wait, wait a minute. I'm the harmonica. Tell wait a minute. What's the difference between the acoustic and the electric? Is that the one you, you know, plug you in the acoustic, shit? Acoustic like the wooden one. Just man, yeah. up that. And then you got the electric guitar. The electric guitar is one that, you know, like the rock. Maybe. What's the Maybe. difference of the sound? What's the difference of the sound when so, you're uh, like if you're making music and shit? The acoustic man is more. I, I like the acoustic because it's more soulful. It's like mm. yeah, it's, it's what you make. Yeah, vibes. Yeah. It's your finger. It's your energy. You use a yeah. but it's more. It's more the sound you make. You can tell coming uh, from your soul. Oh, now the thing about the electric, you can do the same thing with the electric, but the electric give you that. That wow. Oh yeah, yeah. He has that, uh, oh. you yeah, have to be a little, little that, two, te- two tequilas in, two tequilas. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's called it's called a vibrato, and, and that's the soul catcher. That that's what get people. That's what get like when my harmonica when I play the harmonica when I do this yeah. I go yeah. when I do that I'm just carrying the beat. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Do that one more time. Do that one more time. One more time. I like that. One more time. One more time. One more time. One more time. One more time for the people. Now, when I do that, I'm just carrying the beat. Oh, that's just the beat. Okay. Now, I'm with the electric. This is soul snatcher right here. Bro. I go. Okay, let's do it. That's a soul snatcher right there. I, I, I kept quiet. It took me off. Uh, it, 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 it shut me down. It shut up. It, 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 it's one of those, yeah. The peacemaker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 but you see me when I do on stage to get everybody attention. Now, listen. I love it. I love it. I love when you do it. It's like you bring people in, you're like, pause. Yeah, yeah. I read now, 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 because while they're laughing, I'm playing harmonica with a guitar because I'm trying to figure out my next joke. Then when I stop, oh. okay, I, I know my next joke now. Let's go. Let's go. But but that time, you've soaked them so in, they're like, whoa, their next joke is going to be so hot. You hit it with me. It's going to be so fire. Out the fire. Hot, uh. hot, fresh chicken. Listen, listen, mm. I'm talking about the time. Listen, I don't serve dog meat, but I bust the head to the white. That's it. Tell me, tell me one time. Uh, tell me uh, one show that you performed as a comedian, and you only saw one black person in it, and you and 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 and, and everything you ever prepared was put in was put on question. Man, it, it was, uh, man, I, especially out here too. I've been in places. <laughs> man, so 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 while I here, I've been doing comedy since 2010, 11. 
I think yeah. once I got stationed here in Washington, I, I finally just start finding my structure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay. But the, the thing about the comedy, you know, you know, it, I, man, it's objective. Know. It's objective, fam. It's objective. Yeah, you, you go to some spots, and you know, you're the you the only black guy there. It's like, all right, here we go. And it, it's not no. It, it, it's, it, it's a different form of I acceptance. The way yeah. they, they, the, the way they, they, ex, they, they receive your, your energy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, 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 don't, don't, don't mess up the vibe. Cause I ain't messing with y'all vibe. Don't mess up my vibe. Yeah, so, this is me. This is me. Don't make me change me. This is, this is my vibe. Yeah. So, so you shouldn't have to get somewhere else. Even, even, even. Even though you may be running the show, but you, you brought me on your show because you love my vibe. Mm, yes, you, know, you came but, to me. You came to see me. Yeah, but but you know we, it's still your show. But with them, it's kind of like this is my show, and we gonna let so and so go. And by the time everybody go, remember, especially when they, they be having a show on the weekdays, sometimes motherfucker, I get up in the morning to do PT now. But they make you sometimes you end up going to last. Man, when you met me, when you met me, when you met me to yeah. piss, you heard me yelling on stage. Why do you think I did that? Man, to get these folk, man, you got it, man. Doing it. I know what you're doing. Why do you think I did that? I'm like, y'all think I don't know English, huh? Okay, yeah. So y'all think uh, I ain't shit already, right? Yeah. So why are we even talking, fam? Why are we even, like, trying to be nice, man? And, 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 and that's the thing, man. You, so then when you start, so... This me just getting here when I first started seeing it. And I'm like, all right. And then I start getting to the point, and I think it makes your comedy better, and makes you more raw for them. Where it's like, man, fuck it, I'm just gonna get up here and say, cause they, they know it. Exactly. <laughs> and now, let, let me, now, so you've, 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 you've moved to, last time we checked, you were where? We were in Colorado, we left Colorado in New Orleans. New so how did you end yeah. up, how do you end up in, uh, from New Orleans? How did you end up in, uh, in, okay. in Washington, fam? Okay, so I'm in, New, I'm in New Orleans. And then, so I get, I do my three years out there, get ready to leave New Orleans and go back yeah. on. I'm about to leave a uh, recruit and go back online with the active duty. And yes. then they said, okay, you don't want to recruit no more? We send you to Afghanistan. Ah, yeah. Shit. So after I left recruiting in New Orleans, okay. Afghanistan for you. And then okay. after that, for a year, then after that, then that's when I came here. The, uh, when you went back, when you went, to, when you went, when you went, when you went back to Afghanistan, did you do any comedy that year? How was oh, it? So, so the only thing it was hard in Afghanistan. I was on a file. I was yeah. on an Italian file, so it was like really no. But I did yeah. comedy out there. Like we had reports in the back. I, I, the jokes I was writing down, I was able to work on like that type. Okay. Yes. All right. So you, you're going to Afghanistan. You came back to Washington. So you were stationed, right, in Washington, right? Yeah. Now, so now here I'm stationed here in Washington. Now, so tell me about tell me your first show in Washington. How it was? Was it an open mic? What was it? Yeah, it was open mic. So I'm just yeah, was my first show. Where was it? Where was it? No, it was at the Blue Note. Okay. And I did I did good there. And, I, and like I said, that was more older. That that crowd came me more than. I'm chilling with my uncles and aunties. You know that. Yeah, crowd. yeah just family yeah, vibes, yeah. 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 And so, I, and then I started, I went to the Comic Club, try to get on there, but you know, 
Yeah. It's kind of, you know, so it's all out here for a pill, you know. Give me your top five. Give me your top five comedians. Like, when you're, like, waking, like, like when you're having, a, like, a horrible day at the, at the base, five, you just had a bad show. You just want five comedians of, like, off the top. And please don't, I don't know. Are you putting Jerry Seinfeld in there? Because if you are, you got to tell me now so I can put no, six. You talking about comedians I, I, I came up yeah. with? Yeah, yeah. No, comedians, yeah, you'll fuck with. You oh, listen to this shit. Oh, here, man, shit. You know I fuck with you already. You know I, uh, let me see. You got ATM. Hey. You know KC. Hey. Let me see, uh, who else, who else? I got Who? Oh. Fuck. Man, it's a whole, man. Oh, Marcus, Marcus Knight. Marcus Knight, <laughs> fuck Marcus Knight. Hey, hey, Marcus Knight. Okay, you got two more. You know, you got Miss Newman. You got Miss Newman. Miss Newman, hey, queen herself. Hey, 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 peace, peace, uh, peace and blessings. Peace and blessings to Miss Newman and her family. She's going through a while. To Miss Sylvia, I forgot. Like, I think it's a boy from the other way. Sylvia, give me, you got, you got five more. Give me some, give me people inspire you. Come on, give me some, give me some. Yo, 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 the people that inspire me. Okay, let's go, let's go. Comedians you fuck with and you and they inspire and you admire the way they write or they, they like mentor you. Like you feel like, nigga, I need to be around this nigga. Okay, you, you talking about, you talking about in, in stage acting? I mean, real life comedians? I mean, big name comedians are just- Everywhere, like, big time, small time, put them together. Cause I don't believe in small time. I believe we just haven't touched the right money to be yeah, like yeah, the big time, yeah. I feel big time, like uh, I grew up in old school, like Robert Harris. You know what I'm saying? Even the Robin, the Robin Williams and stuff like that. Robin Williams is fucking Jim funny. Even Jim Carrey is fucking funny in Living Color. You know, the, yeah, the Ken, the Ivory, I mean, the Wayne brothers, you know, I, I like the the one that, uh, they, they helped me embrace my ADHD because yeah. they, they acted out. So they let yes. me know it's okay to be that way. Jim Carrey for me. Jim Carrey oh. was me. What was you? Yes. You said what? Jim Carrey was my ADHD mentor. I was like, oh, he's not oh, crazy. He's making yeah. money. Even so, uh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Chris Rock was my ADHD mentor. Uh, Eddie Murphy, ADHD. Yeah, I'm gonna put these people on. These people yeah. had something in them that made them do all those fucking characters. Martin yeah. Lawrence had it. We all oh, have it. Talk to me. Yeah. 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 Comedy, comedy for me is a therapy, man. He's, he's a yeah. good soothing therapy, you know, like yeah. So, so I just, I just really love, it, man. I love writing, express myself. It helps me articulate myself. And right. You, and, and you know, just trying to do good and impact on the people and leave a good impression on the people. And it's not so much trying to make everybody laugh, but just yeah. you go hear where I'm coming from. I gotta make my truth fun. Vibes, vibes, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. We're talking to this ambitious chicken eating, chicken My eating, self motivated artist. This guy, friend, brother. Hey, I protect his brother for anything. But, but before I go deep, I want to watch guys to understand something. Uh, we 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 uncut, we talk to people like we are buddies. Like he said, he places a moniker on stage to make you feel like you're in his backyard. So, yeah. when we talk to people on this show, we talk to them like we're in their backyard. So, Nate, you're also a father and you're also a lover. Oh, yeah. Tell us your experience as a black husband or a black boyfriend and a black father. Family. It's excellent, man. I, I love it. I really do, especially being old now. I'm 36. 
Yeah. Me and my girlfriend got a new baby and everything, and I have two Vines. What's the name of the baby? Come on, Nate. Don't do it okay, do like that. Name, the baby name is Lyric Blue Melody Hicks. Lyric Blue mm-hmm. Melody Hicks. Y'all, I need y'all, people with money listening to us, yo, to write, yo. to send messages of money to him. His cash up is. Hey, let's go. What's the name? Oh, What's the name of the cash up? You hear? Kings have a baby. Let me tell you something here real quick. What it is? Yeah. That is the dollar sign. Dollars. D O E. 84. Go ahead and send a baby shower. Yeah, baby shower. This is a new father, new comedian. Vet no. people protect this country. Come on now, show love. So, okay, so. tell tell us, tell me about uh, tell me about your baby. Tell me about how it was. This is new. This is your, 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 your child in your life. You're a new comedian. How old is the baby for? The baby is three weeks. Three weeks, y'all, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, man. Is this a new, like, new, fresh off the diaper father? Like, you know, he's still missing his sleep to be on the podcast. He's yeah. been with me for an hour and a half, y'all. An hour and a half, y'all. Come I'm on, show love to vibes. Vibes, me, father. So, yeah, man, he's, he's, man, I love him, man. Very doing to him, man. Been, been a father, I have other children and stuff like that, but brand new baby, yeah, yeah brand new baby, yo. Go ahead and get Yo, 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 fam, fam. You listen to General Tom and Cut Fam. I got guests for you who sacrifice for you, fam. He's a new father playing harmonica when he should be changing diapers. It's been an hour. But this guy's here telling us his story, man. And I want Nate to break it down for me as a father, as a black father. Why is it important to be a responsible black father in our community as a, uh, you being on your shoes right now? Hey, listen, man, it's important to me. Listen, what's very profound to me, I can't, like I said, eat his own talking for myself. Yes. Listen, you can't call yourself unless you carry yourself like a king. Vibes. You know what I'm saying? I gotta be a king for my daughters. I gotta be a king for my family, dancing for my girlfriend, and everything. I try my best to walk around as a king. I try to. I got so many. Listen, I've been listening. I try my best. I try my best to know everybody go through. I know everybody's sick and tired of being sick and tired and going through the life. <laughs> hey, hell yeah, hell yeah, we are. Hell yeah, we are. Hell yeah, we are. I want to leave one message, man. Don't you ever let nobody drag your spirit down, man. Mm. This, this, this is for me, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I wake up in the morning, I keep trucking and everything, get the pool, go here. But I never, you never forget about your personal integrity for yourself, man. Hey, yeah. man, you remember when we was kids? You had dreams. Yes. And you remember that? Yes. You was, you was fearless, man. You didn't care I, about nothing. I don't give a shit. Nate, 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 Nate. I, I am not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm old school. I, you know, I, 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 I feel like the problem we have is we have a lot of old school people who are trying to be too young. Yeah. All yeah. right. And our old school values is what we need to bring society in a place of, of like, we are, we are getting chaotic, fam. We are doing some reckless shit. We don't yeah. have friendships, Nate. I used to pull up in your house in the 1990s without asking you with a six pack with some ribs on me. Now yeah. I got to call, make an appointment. Now yeah. I got to like ask your wife to make sure he wants me to call you. Like, Nate, yeah. what happened, man? You know what man, I'm saying? That energy shifted. 
Times are changing, man. Evolution. So time- and I'm, I'm trying to protect that. When I talk to people through my comedy, whether it's my podcast, I'm trying to bring that 90s love back. Not, yeah. not, I'm not forcing anybody on it. I just want to make sure the 90s and the 80s can re- be relieved in a way and the 2000s and the 2010s can be yeah. lived in a way that all of us, black people, white people, fam, life is hard already, fam. Yes. And, and, and all this fighting and, and, and man, I, I think, you know, just Man, I think I think just making an impact, man. Cause you know, like I said, I, I realized too. I should read it, man. You know, if I can't change the people around me, I gotta change from the people I'm around. Five. You know say it one more time. Say one time, Nate. I gotta put this on the front. Yes. Say it one more time. If I can't change the motherfucking people around me, I gotta change from the people I'm around. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, and like you said, man, with the vibes, man, you you uh just in. Nursing, you know what I'm saying? Your frequency, you, you, everybody got their own frequency. We'll go crazy trying to, you know, make everybody believe in what we put, put yeah. everybody on our frequency. Yep. I, I'm t- I, I think if, if you stay on your frequency and keep on doing your thing, you're going to vibe just like you vibing right now. You're going to find Man, I wish, I wish Corona wasn't here. I would have pulled mm-hmm. up outside your house. This would have been a different hey, podcast we, we, right we now. Doing something, man. Oh, we do, we do. Nate, no, yo, 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 Nate, don't even worry about it, Tipeee. I'm about to pull up on you one of these days, man. We do this another, we're going to do a part two of this. But okay. you, let's focus on this. So, we are here. Mm. You have a new family. Yo. How how has family, fatherhood, black, you're holding something. You have fam- you have a house. I feel like anytime you make a family, that's your first mortgage, fam. That's your first yo. mortgage. Cause you gotta take care. This is your, like your house, fam. You gotta paint it, remodel it. Yeah. What? How is your new role as being this guy? When you started your comedy, you started with hurt. Cause I was Nate. When I started my comedy, I was fucked, fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was fucked up. My ex-wife really, really fucked up my life, nigga. I almost oh, yeah, got like, like so. So when I came again through comedy, was I can't be projecting that energy world i can't be now i'm in love i got an amazing wife my somali nubian queen kills it every time now when i go on stage i go from yelling to y'all nigga let me just fuck with y'all let me just fuck with y'all i don't even i don't even need a dj i don't need music anymore i don't need to dance for y'all my energy has shifted because i'm in a more cooler and calmer place so you're in a more calmer place than how you were in Afghanistan, how you were in Iraq when you were riding, yeah. how you were in New Orleans. You're more grounded. You're a family. You're surrounded yeah. by love. How do you write around this energy that is different than what you had before, fam? Man, you know, you just, like I said, what you're saying, I've been the same way too, man. Back then, my, it's, it's a mindset thing, man. Yeah. And your priorities change and I start I start getting to the point where it's more almost almost like selfish in the type of way where what do what do Nate hits like, man? Instead of uh, following trying to follow every trend, right. the coolest. I yeah. wanna be my own cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you, I see you, man, you be fly as hell. That's that's your own cool. And the thing I, I, is, my own cool. I don't I'm not gonna look at Drake. You're yeah, gonna make yeah. Drake look at me. I yeah. don't want and nigga, yeah. you're gonna look at me. I'm not looking at you. You look at me while I'm looking at you, but I'm not copying nobody. And bro, what you're doing is you're showing that I don't follow trends. I set the motherfucker. Yeah, I don't follow trends, nigga. No. Fashion Nova, so, need, Fashion Nova yeah. needs to call you. They need yeah. to pay you to look like you, fam. 
And so, and so with that being said, with that, people need to start doing that for themselves. You know, exactly. it's so much, it's so much, even like within the culture, man, I try to, I try to be, I'm part of the culture with I, my job in the military, man. I'm cyber security, man. Yeah, you know right, right. Let me ask you. I got a bachelor's degree in cyber security, man. Bachelor's degrees in cyber security, y'all. We got somebody in the house. If you're out yeah. there, you have big money. Call my brother. Don't yeah, man. I got it. I got it. Got it, man. Why? Why? Why cyber security? Why cyber security? Uh, Nate. Now, why? Different from comedy. Yeah. I love networking, I love computers and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, okay. And ever since I was little, man, growing up in a little man, so when yeah. I got into the military, you know, I got yeah. doing that. I, I was yeah. table at first, just, uh, right. you know, but then I just grew, learned the networking, and devices, and servers, and routers, and switches, and stuff like that, modems, satellites. And then I loved it, and then that's, that's another thing that I took I think we, you know what I'm saying, African American, especially the OGs. Experience. Yeah, vibes, vibes of the people, you start, vibes. You gotta start taking accountability of, yeah, yeah. of my culture. I want to show different. I know everybody yeah. got the, the dreads and the drugs and all that. Yeah. But, or, or that people may call niggas. Hey, I may be a nigga, but I got a bachelor's degree, though. I'm a nigga <laughs> with the podcast with my brother on yeah. it, nigga, 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 what, you know, nigga? So it's showing the culture just like I have, like I would tell you, embracing Atlanta, like, hey, <clears throat> we more than what stereotypical they think of us, the stigma. We are kings, fam. We are royalty melanin, fam. Hey, come on, man. We you know royalty, fam. And we can't keep asking somebody to show us mercy or stop doing Let's show them that, you know, Let's take on this challenge and let's get out here and do what we need to do. Get on our feet, you know what I'm saying? We, Let me tell you something. You. Let me tell you something. So, um, um, uh, three weeks ago, we were trying to help this lady. She's new to the country. She's been here like two, three years. And she was trying to get a, a, she was not feeling well. We're here in Seattle and they provide programs for non-immigrant families, uh, hospitals. And uh, we took this lady with a friend of mine, called some people, and they're like, go to this hospital. We pulled up to a hospital. One of the hospitals funded here, ICHS, uh, it's, it's here in Seattle, Washington, and they help less privileged people. Yeah. I walk in there, brother, let me, let, let me tell you why this, this like kind of like shifts my energy a little bit. We walk in there, the whole hospital has Asians from the front of the door to the back, right? Damn. So there are minorities who are not black who are educated to help black people in yeah. a black neighborhood full of black professionals. Yeah. So you tell me, we as black people cannot start up hospitals and clinics just like this, full of black doctors willing to help black people with no money? Asians have to do this for us, fam? Listen, and, and that's the thing we can't, this, this thing we can't do. You know what I'm saying? It's been done before. If you look up at the history, it's called Black Wall Street. You know what I'm saying? Down there in Oklahoma. You know, it's it been done, man. And, and it's, it's been it's done in places, man. I'm pretty sure it is. Not, not everywhere. Not everywhere. Not everywhere. Not everywhere. Not, but we can do better. We can do better, fuck. We yeah, can do man. better. You know, and, 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 it's, and it's, it's really about coming together, man. Vibes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just thinking, look, just yeah. me and the other comedians I just named, I was thinking of us five 
doing doing you got your own thing i got my own thing we so get together collaborate yeah but, but put it together where can collab same yeah. thing like they did on a living color man yeah fuck it that put that put they put everybody and anything so long as it gets the art out it, and it's all art, man. This thing, man. Listen, listen. Erica Badu told us on the song. Yeah. Like, uh, if we was made in his image, they'll call us <laughs> Badu. Hey, oh. most, most most intellects do not believe in God, but ears just the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, when I hear the music like that, man, I, that, that 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 empowers me. Man, let me tell you, 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 Okay, so like even, even music, man, like like you say, I don't know, I know you know about it, man. You want know yeah. to play the music is I, you, you can you can open you be open-minded about music because music can fit every genre every genre of music can fit every emotion base you have how do you fit this genres when you're like when you get out of the harmonica because you're a different person a different character in yeah. every room from when i saw you at 907 yeah. uh, we met in 2018 i think 18 i saw you we were on the show together i think an open mic now how do you pick the characters to pick the right sounds like for example you're talking to me you you have an audience that is aggressive and stupid as i am on my black ass right now talking okay. to you. Okay. so what would you play before you start a show how do you know what to play to people like me nigga oh how do you play people are more slower how do you when, when, when it when it when if the crowd live and stuff, yeah, like me, like just yelling at you, talking to you like this. Yeah, I, I, I come in with just me. I go. And I start clapping, getting everybody. You know, mental. If, if I know it's live crowd, I give them a little little both concert and concert. Yeah. Yeah, you're melting them a little bit. Yeah, yeah, just wait. Y'all get ready to hear some of this comedy blues. I'm like, hey, you know, two pieces in the biscuit. What with my comedy blues? I want, I want them to go ahead and start. Okay. You can take, you can take your coronavirus mask off in the backyard. You know <laughs> Y'all, ladies and gentlemen, again, we're plugged in with comedian two piece and the biscuit from Washington State, USA. If you listen to us all over the world, we have been vibing. And we're getting to know the uncut version of my comedian. This is this is this is episode two. We're already on episode two. Episode one is a wrap. Episode two, yo. Let me ask you, Mister Nate. Um, so that you know they have all these characters in Wakanda now, right? Yes. If you had a superpower, what do you think yours would be in Wakanda? Man, I like to be out there, man. You gotta put some power farm. You yeah, you need bullets. Power. You need a sword. You need a long dick. What do you need? Big feet. Man, nigga? No, you yeah, gotta put some dick, nigga. Because yeah. you remember, you remember when they was going to war with the rhinos? That dude made the rhinos come out and shit, and he was goddamn. <laughs> I probably I probably do something that with that. The gorillas come out there, uppercutting everybody. 
you can fly. Could you want flying? Do you want do you want flying powers and shit too? Yeah, flying powers, flying yeah. monkeys and stuff. I like had the whole okay. make all the Planet Apes monkeys just fly, start beating. Oh, vibes and vibes and vibes, ladies and gentlemen. That's my brother here. What happened? Hello. Thank you for tuning in to the show. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to General Matambo Uncut Podcasts. Now available on all platforms. Au revoir.